Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about timing. But first of all, before we jump into all of that, I thought I'd give you uh, my usual update of how my week went. So I had a pretty good week this week, did, did park run, um, got quite a good time. Um, I was probably on for a, for a um, personal best, um, but it was so hot and um, it was a lot hotter than I than I expected it was going to be. Um, when I got out first thing in the morning, it was nice. It was kind of a decent temperature, um, and um, it got substantially hotter a lot quickly, uh, more quickly than I thought it was going to be. So, um, so I was running with snow as I normally do, um, but she was struggling. So um, I walked the last lap of the five uh, k because I didn't want uh, snow passing out or anything like that. So she still enjoyed it. Um, but, um, she was starting to, uh, lag behind a bit, which is most unlike her. So, um, I'm pretty sure it was due to the heat. So just got some water once we'd finished and she was back right as rain again. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty good run, really decent. The other thing I wanted to mention was, um, that I actually went out for dinner, um, during the week. Um, nowhere exciting, just to Pizza Express. Um, but the purpose of that was I was catching up with a couple of really good friends of mine. And I hadn't had a chance to kind of sit down and chill out, relax and just chat whilst relaxing as opposed to while we're rushing about during the day normally. So it was really nice to just sit down and relax and, and have that catch up. But one of the reasons I kind of bring it up was um, was the service in the hotel, in the restaurant wasn't wasn't great. Um, it was, you know, the food was pretty good once it got out. It, the food was, you know, the average Pizza Express food. So it was pretty good. Um I like I like Pizza Express pizza, so I uh, can't you, you know can never fault it. I thought it, this food was pretty good, but the service was super slow, and the people just weren't overly friendly. Um, the waiters and waitresses were kind of uh, like I say very slow coming to take take the orders, and then they were slow um, bringing the food. So you know probably waiting over fifty minutes um, for a pizza, and it wasn't overly busy. You know the restaurant was probably half full or whatever. Um, so. Um, was really long you know I probably could have gone onto YouTube looked up how to make a pizza and cooked something myself in the length of time it took um, the food to get out of there and it's one of those things that we've talked about on the podcast before about the difference between that um, ownership mentality and um, the worker mentality and I think people can get stuck in a rut if they don't enjoy what they're doing um, if they're trying to you know if they're clock watching um, they'd rather get get out and home and doing other stuff rather than focusing on the task at hand. And I think it's a really important skill that people should have, especially as entrepreneurs, um, is that ability to self-assess, you know, is looking at yourself and looking at the service you provide, especially if it's, uh, if it's somebody's first experience of you, um, you know, and really you should be treating every experience as the first experience. You know, you shouldn't drop your service just because somebody's a repeat customer. I don't think that's a good practice. And I think you're going to lose business if you do that. But if you get into the habit of kind of assessing each of your engagements with your customer and making sure it's a, it's a really good experience for them, you know, that you're, you're, you're seen as friendly, reliable and can deliver a really good service, then you're going to get that repeat business. You're going to get um, additional business from referrals and things like that, um, you know, because people talk about experiences. So, you know, it's really worth having that self, self-assessment. And that doesn't matter what business you're in, whether you're, whether you are working in a restaurant or whether you're working in a shop, uh, you know, a supermarket 
or whether you're a doctor or, or an engineer or a software programmer, whatever it is you may be, or indeed a property entrepreneur, you know, are you providing your customers and your tenants the best possible service you can? And are they having a good experience every time they contact you or engage with you? Um, so I think that that's a really key thing. So so have a think about that. And next time you're engaging with your customer or your tenants, um, how's their experience? Kind of have that ability to self-assess. Try and do it regularly so that you can improve. So all oh, you th- uh, you know because you could come away from an engagement thinking, oh, I could have done better at that. And then and then actually try and remember and Im- improve that next time you talk to them or the next customer. Um, and then you're going to keep driving your business and keep taking your business to that next level um so that was it so i wanted to get into talking today about timing because i think you know i was i was i over i overheard a conversation um last week um about um a couple of folks uh, there was three people uh talking about getting into property investments and um one of the ladies there had said something along the lines of um i don't really want to get into renting um properties at the moment uh, to renting my property out um because um of brexit and i don't really understand the where the market's going you know and all the hassle that that's going to cause and so i got to thinking about that um because i th- i think you know with anything, and it doesn't matter whether it's a property business or um, any other business or indeed anything else in life, you know, because, you know, you can always come up with an excuse not to do something, whether that's starting a business or starting to learn a new skill or getting fit or, or you know, anything else. You can always come up with those excuses. And that might be at the moment, you know, it's Brexit, but other times it might be, you know, a, a market crash or a recession um, you know, change of prime ministers or um, um, change of, you know, new laws coming out, that kind of thing. Um, you, you can always come up with excuses and there's there's a whole plethora of excuses out there that can be used for anything. You know, I don't want to learn to get, I don't want to start getting fit now um, because I'm going on holiday next week. So I'm going to be, you know, eating not overly healthily while I'm at a resort or whatever. Um you know, and I won't be able to maintain that. Well, you know, you, there's always those excuses. And I think we can get caught up in those excuses and that can delay us starting for, you know, you know, ev- everybody has those things that they've been putting off and putting off. You know, maybe you've wanted to write a book and you've just been putting off, oh, I've not got the time, I've not got the energy, um, or it wouldn't be successful anyway. So, but you, you will never know and you will never get there if you don't start. So starting, you know, is the most important step in anything. Um, and keeping going is the second most important. Um, it's not giving up. Um, and I think that's uh, worthwhile uh, talking about. Um, so Mark Homer, who's one of the co-founders of Progressive Property, has a saying. Uh, and, it, and it's about property, but you can um, put it into other contexts as well, which I'll, pop, I'll do in a second. Um, but that quote is, you don't wait to buy property, you buy property and wait. Again, that's you don't wait to buy property, you buy property and wait. And I think that's important because that that's the key is you start now and then um, wait for um, for the rest to trickle through. Because if you don't start, you're not going to get to the end result. Um, and like I said, that can be... Um, used in any context not just for property it could be starting out uh, a new business or it could be indeed getting fit like i mentioned earlier on 
Um, and I think it's important um, to kind of put some caveats around that because that doesn't mean just run into something head first, you know, jump into the deep end of the pool. If you can't swim, you know, you're going to come, come a cropper fairly quickly. You know, you've got to have a, a really thought about it, kind of done your research and your due diligence um, to take your time to do do all that and kind of put a plan together. And once you've got a plan, then start following that plan. Because the, the risk is if you just jump into something, you, you're going to really cause yourself some grief down the line because although you've just started, you've kind of not maybe thought it through and you're making some bad decisions um, just because you're not knowledgeable about, knowledgeable about that topic or that subject. Um, so you're not in a place to make the best decisions. So you could come a cropper by just jumping in and going for it without that proper due, due diligence and research. So always make sure you do that. Make sure you spend plenty of time doing that due diligence and research, but don't use that as another excuse um, because you just can't um, account for everything. So don't try to plan for everything, but plan for the key things. You know, um, if you take one of the examples um, of kind of people, um, landlords in particular for this one, for this particular example, um, from where um, they came a cropper was in the la- during the last recession when the bottom dropped out of the property market. You know, a lot of people had set their business up, um, their property business up um, to um, that their main source of profit was from capital growth in property. So they'd kind of bought, brought a property and maybe put it out on a single let. Uh, the single let was kind of covering the basic costs but they were depending on the um, capital growth going up. So maybe they buy a property, hold it for 10 years and then um, sell it at a higher price due to the capital growth. And that's where their property line, uh, their property profit margin was. And their profit wasn't in the, um, in the rental because it was just a single buy to let. Um, so that kind of just covered the base costs, um, but there was no profit in that. And like I say, they were wait, uh, relying on the capital growth for the profit. Well, when the property, uh, when the bottom fell out of the property market, obviously house prices dropped massively. So the capital growth what just wasn't there. So a lot of people panicked and started selling houses. You know, they hadn't, they didn't have the cash flow in their business to enable, or didn't have the cash um, to be able to take them through the recession. So it was almost like a fire sale of properties because landlords had. Um, you know, extensive uh, portfolios of property with this this um, strategy. Now, if you go on to any of the progressive property courses, um, you know, particularly the multiple streams of property, um, uh, multiple streams of property event, which I thoroughly recommend, um, you know, they recommend um, a 70-20-10 strategy. And I think that's really important. And I don't think that's only important for property businesses. I think that's key for any kind of business. Um, you know, there are multiple different strategies out there. So, um, so taking properties, for example, you know, you've got, um, you have got that capital growth, um, strategy. Um, you've got, um, you obviously you've got single lets, you've got HMOs, you've got service accommodation, you've got tenant buyers, you've got commercial developments. There's a whole range of different um, strategies out there. So why not spread the risk and, you know, have 70% that you focus on and you master, um, you become proficient at. Uh, Another 20% then that you add on that's a different strategy and then another 10% that's a different strategy again so that you're kind of spreading your risk. So if the market shifts 
or something in the economy changes that's outside of your control, you've spread your risk. Um, another important key point is, um, you know, always think um, about your exit strategy. So when you're looking at your uh, deals and you're doing your due diligence, have an exit strategy in mind. Don't kind of go into a deal thinking this is going to last forever and ever and ever because it clearly, you know, no deal ever is ever going to last forever um, unless that's your proper intention. You know, you, you buy a property and um, you are relying on that capital growth over time. Um, over a significant period of time. But what if you have another recession? Have you got cash on hand to get you through that recession? Because history tells us that after each of the uh, market crashes, the property crashes, um, the house prices return to a higher point um, than when they, than the beginning of the recession. So as long as you've got enough cash to get through that recession, you're going to be good and you'll, you, you probably end up in even a larger profit than you would have initially thought. Um, but have you got that cash on hand to take you through that period of the recession? Um, you know, there's this old saying that cash is king. And I think that is important is to have that cash on hand if you need it to be able to take you through any of those issues. Um, but if you listen to um, Grant Cardone, um, you know, he's amended that saying slightly and he's changed that to cash flow is king. And I think that's a, a really good kind of thing to keep in mind when you're um, coming up with your strategies um, for property, um, you know, make sure that you've got that income that's going to cover um, because then you're kind of baking your profit in as you go along instead of waiting until the end of a, you know, five year, 10 year period for the capital growth. You're kind of having your profit as you go along. So that's kind of what the cash flow is king means. I think that's um, a really important thing to do to spread your risk. So I don't think you should put all your eggs in one basket in terms of capital growth or cash flow. Um, but having a balance of both across your portfolio is always going to be a healthy thing because then you can um, adjust the other half or the other element of your portfolio if there are any of those market issues, you know, such as crashes or, or whatever that affects your portfolio. Um, and I, that, the 70-20-10 principle can also be applied to other kinds of businesses as well. So say you're, um, you're a bathroom fitter, for example, you know, 70% of your business may come from a residential um, installation. So uh, kind of local marketing to uh, find local people who want to remodel their bathroom and installing them. 20%, you know, you may have a contract with um, a local branch of B&Q or a magnet or wherever in your area. Um, and get installation contracts through the um, through the retailers. Your ten percent might be commercial installation, so putting it in for um, schools or retail companies um, and other larger organisations that need those bathroom installations as well. So those are three different strategies. And if the if the economy shifts slightly. Um, you're not completely starting from scratch in a new area. You've kind of got a good base of contracts already in each of three different areas. So, um, so that can easily apply to whatever it is that your business is. So, um, I think that was everything I wanted to mention about that. So hopefully that's been helpful for you. The, um, other thing that's worth mentioning, uh, I mentioned that quote from Grant Cardone and also a quote from Mark Homer is this week is the 10X Property Super Conference in London, um, which I'm really looking forward to. So I'm going to be there. Um, so by the time this is released, 
um, on Thursday. Um, the conference will be tomorrow because it's Friday and Saturday. It's down at the Intercontinental um, Hotel in uh, Greenwich, in North Greenwich, just around the corner from the O2. So hopefully you've all got your tickets um, um, good to go. Uh, don't forget to take your tickets with you um, because you won't be able to get in if you've not got them. You will have received them in the post. Um, if you haven't received them in the post, give the, um, Progressive a call as quickly as possible um, today or on the Thursday. Um, if if you've not received them for whatever reason, and they'll help sort that out for you. Um, like I said, make sure you take them along with you um, so that you can get into the get into the venue with no problems and just make a quick entrance into the conference. Um, if you see me down there, feel free to come up and uh, give me a shout. Um, we'll have a chat. If you've got anything you want to talk about, let's talk about it. If you've got anything good going on, let's um, let's talk about that. And if it's going to be stuff that helps people on the podcast, let's get you on the podcast even and, and talk about whatever it is you're doing. Um, if you think that's going to help people. So, um, yeah, come up and shout at me if you see me wandering around the conference. Um, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Like I said, you're going to have Mark Homer, Grant Cardone, Rob Moore, um, there's a whole host of other people, Kevin McDonald and uh, um, all uh, all the guys from Progressive, I'm sure, are going to be there. Um, so hopefully it's going to be a great event. We're going to learn um, a, a load of new stuff um, and have some really good examples from folks like Grant who have um, uh, multi-million, if not billion pound um, uh, property portfolios. I think... Um, I think Grant's aim for this year is to get a billion a pound portfolio, um, which is a phenomenal achievement. So being able to listen to advice from people who have already done it is going to be a real help for anybody who's in the room. So, uh, so that's all I wanted to talk about today. Thank you very much for listening and I shall see you next week. Mm-hmm.